We're back for another edition of our adjustment series, focusing on adjustments for offense, defense, and special teams. And kicking things off with the offense, today we're going to focus on the quick game. And I feel that quick game is something I don't see from teams, especially early in the game, enough. I mean, quick game has multiple benefits in adding it to your offense. When I was first learning this game, quick game was one of the things that I leaned on often. In fact, my first head coaching job, we led our conference in passing and the majority of our calls, probably 80% of our calls came from quick game. Uh, The rest was play action every now and then. We had to drop back and throw the ball on third down, which we wanted to avoid. But I think quick game keeps the change moving. So you can avoid throwing from five-step drop. You look at how you use the quick game. Certainly, it's something that helps you create balance, right? It's something that you can feel comfortable going to in a number of situations. And it forces a defense to defend the entire field. I know as you get deeper into the season, you know, teams heading into the playoffs, the competition gets better. You're going to face some of those guys who are tough to block down after down in protection that has to hold up for 2.5 to 3 seconds. But when you're looking at quick game, that ball is out. Usually, if you're doing it right in about 1.5 seconds, definitely under 2 seconds. So the protection, I think, is a lot easier. You see uh, all kinds of things from defenses, whether that be blitz or zone drops, uh, zone pressures, etc. I think this is a great answer to all of it. Now, I think you have to look at how can you expand it from some of the normal things. I know everybody usually has hitches and quick outs and fades in their package, but I think there's some things you can do to create different stretches on the defense. I feel that one of those things that's necessary when you think about quick game and incorporating it, that you attack especially those flat defenders in multiple ways. Right, whether that's a, a slant over the top and a, a flat route or a shoot route coming right across their face to create that stretch on him or inside and outside of him or taking it out to the corner and going high-low on the corner. There's multiple ways that you can do this, and I think that's important to have a quick passing game that's really going to affect the defense. Now, I like it early in the game. So if you do have quick game, again, you're facing a tough defensive line. I think it's a way, number one, to settle in your quarterback. And number two, settle in that offensive line. Get them used to having to fit on those certain players, pick up those certain players because they don't have to hold up for very long, right? It's it's something that takes away the effectiveness of those those pressures, especially that are coming from distance. A lot of the times if, you know, that safety is walked down and he's trying to pressure from level two or that linebacker is not mugged up, it sorts those things out. And certainly here, if you have to slide your full protection, you can still feel good about getting some matchups that you like. You know, that bat, you don't like a back on a defensive end, but certainly you can get him firing up at him and getting his hands down. And that's the most important part of the protection in the quick game. I think the other thing it does early in a game, especially against some of those defensive lines that are really keyed up, is it gets them running sideline to sideline. As I said, this is an opportunity to stretch the full defense And so when you can get those linemen running a lot early, I think that's important. Make them pursue to the ball, right? Get the ball out on the edge and make them run. It's going to help you later in the game. Wear those guys down a little bit physically. And, you know, especially early in the game, it might be easier than running right into the teeth of the defense, right? Throwing a hitch out there, letting your guy get five, six yards, maybe break one there. Um, You know, the different combinations that you have. 
So I want to go over a couple ideas, though, that you can add into your quick game or even part of these into dropback to provide you some multiplicity to the attack. So the first thought would be this, and it became popular a few years ago, a guy like Tony DeMeo and Rich Erdely, uh, guys who have retired from the game, uh, but used it in an option offense, used it in a wing T offense, were doing this often. They would run quick game to one side and then essentially boot back to the other way. And I like this because when you think about a quick game is not either or. You pick one side and you're working that side. If something happens where the quarterback doesn't like it or somehow his timing is messed up, he's basically forced to throw away. It's tough to get any yards really um, you know, ducking into uh, the defense. Those lanes aren't necessarily open to run here. So it's, it's a throw the ball uh, to your guys or throw incomplete when you only have this to one side. But when you can work on the naked away from this and having your guy move that way, now you have some options that become open. So it's, it works like this. There's some great resources. As I said, Tony DeMeo's I think is excellent. I'll put a link to his in the show notes if you haven't seen something like this. But again, if you have naked in your offense or boot in your offense already and quick game, it's easy to pair these two. Few adjustments to get this done. So the, the first thing is that you throw the ball and quick game to one side. Now, typically what we would do is hand signal our guy what we wanted from him. He would take a split that still allowed him room to run a quick out, a hitch, a fade, a slant. And then based off of the drop of the defenders, uh, that quarterback could either throw to him or pump the ball and roll out the other way. The, the thing you would do with a number two receiver then is, is essentially uh, run him either on a combo with that, or he can be working uh, to affect that inside defender, that guy maybe who's lined up over him, or if there's a defender inside of him, affect him to get out of the drop. And then he can get into like an over route on the other side. So two ways you could use him there, either keep him in the quick game combination or have him occupy that defender, hopefully to open up that area underneath to throw the quick. Again, if it's not thrown, he's getting into an over route there. On the other side, you really just use whatever combinations you would use in your naked or your boot there. For us, we would run what we call the K route. It's a route uh, I think I got from Dub Maddox probably around 2009. A K route was essentially we're going to run in towards that safety, and then we're going to run back out over the top. So it's not a corner. He's, he's, if you think about it, the, what a K looks like as it's going in you know, at an angle and then coming out at an angle, right? And you have that vertical right there. We typically, if we're two receiver side, it actually looks like a K when you draw it up. But without it, we just run in to that safety and then get back over top of that corner, try to split those two. You're going to pin and run somebody flat. You could do this in a number of different ways. Uh, You could get your back into the flat if you wanted to. Uh, But typically, we want to have somebody on that edge right there to pin that edge and allow the quarterback to get out. Now, uh, the back can take it over your tight end or your uh, tight end off the ball, on the ball, etc., can pin down on that guy and then go flat, or uh, he could stay there and the, and the running back go flat, but someone's going to have to take over that block, right? One of them will be assigned to the block, and then the, the rest of the route could come from that other side. So one of those guys, if they aren't getting the ball, should be running an over route. So maybe you went with something like a fade and a flat. It's not thrown. That guy then needs to work across the field. So the quarterback has things then, coming into the window behind these other routes. Certainly you could run it to uh, uh, any kind of uh, a two receiver side over here as well. It could be to a three receiver side. 
and just use those combinations that you have there. Maybe it's a flood route, could even run it with a, a curl here because it works with essentially what would be your sprint game as well. What I like about this though is it attacks in a different way than sprint game. Sprint game, you're gonna right away close down that field. With looking at quick on this side before you roll out the other way, you're gonna freeze those guys so they don't have right away that stretch to the sideline that starts to take things away. So it does provide you some leverage in those situations. The next one I like is one I got from Josh Herring, an offensive coordinator in Georgia. And Josh called this route dodge, but if you look at what some of the NFL teams do, they call it juke. Um, doesn't matter what you call it. I think it's very effective. Uh, it is a quick game type route, one that you can um, get out in that 1.5 to 2.0. Uh, really, and it's going to start with that receiver wherever you place him running a hitch. Now, you want this guy to be an interior receiver. This is not a guy on the sideline, so this is a number two or a number three. He, the first thing he does is run a hitch. If no one covers that hitch, no one's threatening that area, he just stays right in the hitch. From there, he's going to read the linebacker who is on his side. If that linebacker attacks him laterally or underneath, he's going to go over the top and get into the window just over the top of him and behind becomes a little longer throw. If that guy is attacking over the top, he's just going to turn and run what looks like an in then, getting across the ball. And as soon as he gets the ball, he's going to want to turn up and try to uh, puncture the defense right there. Now you, you're going to want to account for things on the other side. So this could be a stick route on that side. If you want to stick with quick game, it basically becomes a read away from Mike. What you want to do is move the Mike out to that stick route, or it could be in your four verts. He's running a seam. And he has, he's going to try to take away the seam or a hook right there. Anything that gets this guy out of there, the quarterback's eyes are going to that side first. What I like about it is it could essentially be what we call a ram read or read away from Mike. And if the Mike doesn't take that stick, doesn't move out on the stick, he just throws that stick route. Right As soon as the Mike moves, now his eyes are back to that dodge route or that juke route looking for the read right there again. No one's there. He's just going to throw the hitch. Uh, and then the reaction off of that linebacker that we talked about, again, either going in or over the top. A very effective route. You look at what uh, the, the Patriots do with that Haas juke, right? Thinking about the different things you could do with that one. Very effective route, not a long throw. Doesn't require uh, the, the, the protection to hold up for a long time and is going to be effective, especially against a blitz where that is opening up in the middle. The next route I really like in this is what we would call squeeze. Another route I got from Josh Herring. And so squeeze is a combination. For us, it started to replace the slant. Slant was was one that the picture sometimes wasn't as great where we had inconsistency in guys running this. So we would run what we call the fin, five yard in, and a win. The inside route was a win route. It's kind of like a slant, but basically he's just winning inside of the guy inside of him, wants to get leverage inside, and then get upfield. Um, it does start to look like a slant, but really he's running to that guy and inside. And the reason he's going that way is he wants to open up space on the outside. On the outside, that guy's running a five-yard in. This doesn't give you that run-after-catch potential that a, a slant does, but it's also more consistent in how it breaks, right? That guy's coming five yards in. He's catching the ball. He can still get upfield. Even if he's tackled there, he should be able to fall forward for a six-yard gain. And, you know, it's six-yard gain on early downs, that's that's a good down for you or a good play for you. And then the last thing I would look at is basically becomes an RPO. Uh, stick draw in these situations is good and you could block that a number of ways. Uh, basically, you're going to get your tackles in that pass set and then you can mess around with how you block it on the inside. 
Um, you could, depending on if you're in empty or you have a back, you could lead that back up. If you're in empty, you could go with a, a trap of the three technique. But this is a ram read as well, read away from Mike. We really want to control the Mike linebacker. So our read just becomes him. And we either throw the ball uh, to that stick route, which is outside of him, or we're going to run the ball if he vacates, right? And should be able to get a, a nice gain there. Again, some ideas. I like quick game early in a, in a game, first quarter, a lot of it. Again, get your guys into a rhythm. It's picking up nice yardage for you. It can help, again, tire out that front, and you could sprinkle in your runs there too. And I think it gets your team into a rhythm. If you are a drop-back team, certainly then you can expand that. But all kinds of things you can do off of it too. The double moves are good. You know, your hitch and go, your out and up, uh, your sluggo, your slant and go. Those are all great things. And again, protection not having to hold up as long as some of those deeper routes you might throw. But when a defense starts to come down on those, uh, quick routes, you have some options to get over the top. Going to the defensive side of the ball, a couple things we want to cover here. This is one we mentioned a few weeks ago uh, as a way to really start messing with the calls up front, but I have seen this used by a number of teams in third and short, fourth and short situations where they back the offense up, and it's the stem, a well-planned stem or move of everybody at the same time a lot of times when guys are keyed up, especially on these short yarded situations where they need to come forward, right, get off the ball, they're all keyed up to get off the ball quickly, you get that stem in there, they're going to flinch. When they flinch, the flag's in the air and you, you pick up five yards. I, I see this being done at every level. We talked about it uh, with DJ Elliott. It's a, the defense's version of going on two. So I think it's really effective. You should look to work that into your defense. The other thing I'm seeing is, especially with the running quarterback, being careful of how you contain the pocket and working on some of your drops. A lot of times, you know, that guy who comes around the edge, especially if he's the guy to the man side, is going to open up a huge lane for that quarterback to run if he doesn't get home. So you either have to have a spy there for the quarterback or you have to have more of a contained type rush where that guy isn't necessarily trying to run deep upfield, um, but can, can press that guy. Maybe he bull rushes him, pushes him back, and is in a position to go either inside and make the tackle off of that engaged block or be able to move to the outside and string the play out. I see too many teams who don't have those kinds of options. They're just running that guy upfield all the time, and the quarterback keeps getting this huge lane to run in. Um, because the protection is sliding one way and this rush is coming all the way upfield, it opens up a big running lane, turns it into a seven on seven for him. So I think if you can constrict that at times, think about a call that you can add to that, that it gets a specific rush, right? More of that bull rush type where you're coming from the outside trying to compress that tackle into the quarterback, cut down that lane inside, and at least be in a position with both hands engaged that you can get off that blocker quickly and make the tackle. Now, I would definitely work some of that in practice. Uh, work it against your, your first team in one-on-ones. Uh, work it in a drill where you're working not only on um, getting that type of rush, but getting off the block and getting to somebody who's simulating being the quarterback in those situations. 
because you want to affect him at least a little bit, right? Even if you can get a piece of him, it's going to slow him down, get some of those guys to rally to the ball who were in their drops. So it's all about slowing that guy down, containing that guy, because he can be dangerous as he gets through. If he's one of those runners, right, that Lamar Jackson type who's going to hurt you with his feet, it really can cause a lot of problems for you because eventually, you know, your guys in the secondary got to make that decision. Am I coming up to get this guy? And if they release too soon, you got a big play down the field. So look at how you can control that with the rush of your defensive line. You know, some downs, maybe you can do that where it's that rush off the edge. I think the key is being able to change it up on him, make that lane inconsistent. Sometimes maybe it's there and you have a spy coming over the top or maybe it forces him to the outside. So look at what you can do in those situations. And then on special teams, I'm kind of back to a shift here on uh, fourth down. So we talked about how the defense can do this. Uh, I think the next thing you can do is with your punt team, right at the high school level, you come across the ball, it's five yards automatically. Uh, we had a, a, a team we played. I ended up coaching uh, with his coach as well at the, the college level. And his team did it all the time. If they were in a fourth and less than five situation, they were going to a shift. So what, all they would do is take their linemen who were up front on the punt team and on the set, they would all get down into their three-point stance. Again, a lot of times, depending on what you do on that side of the ball, if you're somebody who likes to come off the ball aggressively, that movement might trigger your guys to move in that situation. So I like it. I, I've seen teams too move guys out on the shift, right? Take that slot and run them out to the side on the shift very quickly. Again, you got to be careful in what direction that guy goes first because you don't want to be simulating forward movement, right? You will get the flag then. But some of those shifts in those situations, I think, can help you and be key to keeping your offense out on the field. So a few adjustments there as we get into uh, the postseason in most places around the country. Best of luck to you as you continue your season. Um, for those of you who are starting to put the equipment away, certainly we're going to have some programming for you as we get into the offseason for you and talk about some of the first things you need to do as you start to look ahead to your next season. Follow all we're doing on coachingcoordinator.com and follow me on Twitter at Coach K. Kowalski. Thank you.